Welcome to the West Steps. My name is Beza Tades. I'm the host of our podcast, and it's a policy podcast that explains what's happening at the state capitol. And today we have a special guest, and it's being the live pod recording. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, I'm Kelly Kazi. I'm the president and CEO of the Colorado Children's Campaign. And tell us something fun about yourself. Where to begin. <laughs> I will say uh, Songland is my new addiction. I don't know if any of you are watching that show, but I'm, I'm completely hooked. Um, thank you. Uh, so we just heard about some of the big changes mm -hmm. the Children's Campaign has been doing for kids um, at the state uh, legislature this year. So how does the Children's Campaign put together its policy agenda every year? It's a great question, Beza, and I have to say I think that's the most common question that I get in my role at the Children's Campaign. And I'll say all of us know that the Children's Campaign really works on really big issues for kids. So when you think about K through 12, think about health and early childhood, for us it all starts with community voice. You know, we have a statewide network called It's About Kids of children's advocates across the state. And we start with them. We have a retreat each year in June, and I'll share with you an example that might help bring it to life on how things get on our agenda. We are at our IAK retreat, and in several different, from several different conversations, several different folks in our group had raised that in their community, they were really struggling with maternal depression. And when we heard it in several spots, different parts of the state, it wasn't on our radar, and we thought, all right, well, let's go to the research. What does the data tell us about this issue? We then reached out to partners and said, who in our communities around the state are working on maternal depression can help give us that information, share their voice, help us understand what's going on, and then we look for policy opportunities. Who are legislators that are interested in this, working on that, and so all of that comes together to be able to say, if the data shows it and we're hearing from impacted people and we're helping move this across the state, we feel like this is something that should make it on our agenda. We also think about it across all of our issue areas. That process is happening in each of our issue areas from all of our staff hearing from folks and having that bubble up to see what goes on the agenda. Yeah. One other piece is that we do all this work we figure out our agenda, we feel like, yep, we got it. And then things like full day kindergarten happen and the governor wants our engagement in that, our community partners have things they're working on and so that also helps to build what we do. So what I'm understanding is this process is dynamic, it moves all the time and you try to center community voices. Which leads me to the next question. Um, the children's campaign has been um, taking uh, the challenge of centering equity in its work. Can you speak a little bit about what that process is like and how does that impact the very complicated dynamic process you just described of making a policy agenda? Yeah, I, I think this might be my favorite topic to talk about in that when I was considering whether to come to the children's campaign, the work that the campaign was doing on equity and race equity in particular, is what made me really want to work here. It spoke to me, and it was inviting and inclusive, and I thought I want to be part of that. Um, for the children's campaign during my time here, which is almost three years, we've been focused on two specific approaches to this. One is that we needed to look internally, and we wanted to look both personally and professionally what this means for us, 
We wanted to look at our infrastructure, their policies and practices, how we do board recruitment. We also wanted to take a closer look at how do we engage in community. So we have this internal approach and we also have an external approach to what we're doing. And I hope folks in the community sees that in both places. Uh, I'll share one example of how um, that's shown up. We were looking at the data and the research around suspensions and expulsions. And we saw from the data that children of color and children with disabilities were more likely to be suspended and expelled than their white peers. And that, wanted, that called us to action. And so we reached out to our community partners and, and people that say in the community to say, is this happening for you? What does that look like? What are you doing that we can be part of? And so we are part of building a coalition or in the wonky policy language of saying we built a table um, with some folks that are also here in the room. And so one of the ways that, aside from just centering the work and knowing we wanted to take action, for authentic work to be done around race equity, there are also things that need to happen even in the coalition building and hearing voices. So we, uh, we wanted to then, we brought in language interpreters, we held the meetings at a different time and brought in dinner for folks to be able to really participate, for us to learn and hear from them. We needed to offer childcare. We needed to make these investment in resources and in time to build trust, build relationship, be more inclusive so that it could inform the work and what we do. It took us years to get that policy across the finish line. And when we did though, which was in this last year, it was, um, it was really powerful. It's making the difference for those children and it's made us a better organization in the way that we're in partnership with people across the state. So um, one last question. Uh, when you're describing this process, it seems like it's a very expensive process. It takes longer than what it normally does. And um, as the children's campaign has been around for 35 years, it's been doing just fine, making changes for kids. So why take this relatively complicated um, and what seems like expensive way of doing policy? Um, can you talk to us why this is important, why the Children's Campaign values centering equity? I, I, I think it's at the core of what we need to be doing for children. I think when we look back, our commitment to centering our work in race equity might end up being the most important thing the Children's Campaign will have ever done to make a difference in the lives of children. And so for me and for us at the campaign, it's not about this is more expensive, this, what it takes to have authentic work to change systems like this takes time. It takes resources and investment, but it also means it brings out the very best kinds of research information voices that actually makes the policy more impactful. And yeah. so we're very much committed. Yeah, and to I think that. one thing I'll also add is the um, research for a team who is very committed to research. Mm -hmm. um, doing policy this way, targeting resources for kids that face the most barriers, lifts all barriers mm -hmm. for all kids. So it seems to me, even though in the short term it seems a very expensive and long process, it's a process that removes barriers for all kids. Yeah. Um, so I just want to thank you for this conversation and thank you for our live studio audience. Um, May I say one other sure. lessons learned? Thank you. I just I want to leave with a 
a notion when we've been doing a lot of self-reflection and learning, and one of the things that resonates with me is that Robin Roberts, some of you might know of her from TV, Robin Roberts will say that you gotta want it more than you fear it. And one of the things that I've learned from our work at the campaign is that if we really want to make a difference for children and if we really want to make the change, we have to want that more than we fear what it would take to make the change, more than we fear what that system would then look like, more than we fear what we might have to give up in order to get it. And so I'm very proud of the work that we're doing. And one of the big things that I've learned is that the children's campaign really does want it more than we fear it. Fantastic. Living on a hopeless, hope, hopeful note is great. Thank you so much again, and thank you. thank you for all of you for being part of the first ever recording of The West Steps. We are, we'll be back um, when the session starts, and we have bonus episodes throughout the summer, so hopefully you'll tune in. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. I'm Tara with the